Armand Klasevich was on Locked on Blue Jackets today telling us whether he thinks the New Jersey Devils are the next Metro team to win the Stanley Cup. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. on Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Househorn. With me in a second is my co-host, Jay Foster. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get going, we want to thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free on YouTube, and we're free on the SiriusXM app. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200. That's guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So we're continuing our part of the offseason where we talk to different people from different teams, covering different teams in the Metropolitan Division. So the focus is not obviously on the Blue Jackets. Today we're talking about the New Jersey Devils and Armand Klasevich from inside the rink. He's a senior editor there covering the New Jersey Devils. He was on today's show. And yeah, without further ado, I will let Jay and I take it away. The New Jersey Devils were maybe the most annoyingly good team in the Metropolitan Division last season. Uh, And we thought, let's take a look at them this season. Are they going to be as good? Are they going to be better? Are they going to have a slump? We don't know. So we figured let's get someone who does. Uh, So we've got Armand Klisovic here from uh, Inside the Rink to talk a little bit of Devils hockey with us. So uh, we appreciate you hopping on the show, Armand. Um, Let's... Let's start off with uh, a move that both of our teams made this offseason uh, with the Damon Stevenson sign-and-trade. Uh, what is... Let's just get, like, the scouting report on Damon Stevenson. What kind of player of the Blue Jackets got with this contract signing? Yeah, you guys have gotten the solid defenseman. He's he spent a lot of time with the Devils. But, you know, when you look at where the Devils are heading over the next couple of years, they've got a ton of young defensemen. You'll get a guy like Luke Hughes and, and Kevin Ball... You know, I think the move is really for for them to to get room and have these guys get more playing time. You know, if you look at Ball, he was in and out of the lineup next year. And I think you know, with you know, moving a guy like like Severson out, it makes room for a guy like Ball. And I think he he's gonna you know, obviously Devils, but I think they're gonna see really how much they have in Luke Hughes and Kevin Ball heading into the next season. Armand, uh, first of all, I just want to say congratulations on defeating the New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is, what was that like, beating your rival in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs in seven games? How, what was that feeling like as a fan? You know, obviously it, it has to feel good, you know, especially a team like the Rangers who, you know, the the the, the, uh, the, the rivalry there is huge. And especially being able to knock out a team like the Rangers who came in, to, to the playoffs is, you know, the, the team to beat and a team who, who really looked strong, you know, and was pushing to make a run to knock them out early was, was huge for the Devils. It feels like the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils are kind of the two teams that you can count on to be racing for the division title at the end of the season. Do you think the Devils have done enough this offseason to try and win that race? Because I believe there was only one point in it 
at the end of last season. Do you think that they've done enough to kind of jump over the Hurricanes this offseason? I think um, I think the, the biggest issue for the Devils, and it, it seems to always be their issue over the last couple of years, has been goaltending. I, I think, you know, I think the one big thing they needed to do, and they finally did, is, is they moved Blackwood out. I think that that's going to be huge for them moving forward. You know, you... You've got a guy like Vitek Vanacek, who has been who was huge for them last year, and then you've got two really young goaltenders who are going to be the future of the Devils in Akira Schmidt and Nico Dawes. The Devils have done this thing, turned the ship around by being really successful in the draft and taking advantage of having high chances in the draft. I'm talking 2017, getting Nico Heischer, and I'm talking 2019, getting Jack Hughes. How important have these two dudes been for the Devils and making them the Stanley Cup contender that they are going into this season? Oh, it's massive. You know, when you, when you look at the New Jersey Devils and and, and two two and and the roster, those are probably the two biggest names that you look at on their team. You know, you look at Jack Hughes, who's who's been phenomenal down the middle, and you look at a guy like Nisho Kisha. These are two, like I said, they're a young team, and this is this is what. New Jersey does is, you know, obviously they had their down years, but I think they, like you said, they had a really, a couple good years at the draft, and I think now it's really starting to pay off for them, and they're starting to see what they have in these, you know, we obviously know what they have in, in Heischer and Hughes, you know, now's the time to see what they have in their, in like Luke Hughes, and a guy like Kevin Ball, and a guy like Akira Schmidt and Nico Dawes. I want to talk a little bit more about goaltending, um, because Vitek Vanacek, I thought was great last season, um, unexpectedly so. Uh, they were really struggling, I think, with Mackenzie Blackwood at the start of the season. Um, and it feels weird to be like, well, luckily he got injured and they could manage to get Vitek Vanacek in. Obviously, it's never great when a guy is injured, but I feel like Vitek Vanacek really came into his own. Um, do you think he can get it done again this season, or do you think it was kind of a fluke? Uh, and do you think Erkira Schmidt is the goalie of the future for the Devils? You know, I think, I think like I mentioned before, I think the, the big issue, you know, over the past couple of years with New Jersey has been they, they don't know what to do with Blackwood. You know, he, he's been hurt most of the time. You know, and you brought in a guy like Bernier, who, who, who was also hurt. But you look at Vitek Vanacek, and I think he can be the guy for the Devils next year. But, you know, the, 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 there's not really that big of a worry. If Vanacek struggles, you've got another guy like Akira Schmidt who came in last year and showed that he can be that number one goaltender if Vanacek can't do it. So I think regardless, you have two very, very good goaltenders. And, you know, you also have to look. You also have, you know, if a guy goes down, you've got Eric Algren. You've got, you've got Nico Dawes. So I don't think – I think for the first time in a while, I think the Devils are really set – when it comes to goaltending hanging into the season, regardless of injuries or not. The NFL season is finally here. Football season. It is the best time of the year for some of us sports fans. At FanDuel, they're giving you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get a bonus bet every time that that team wins in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory they have along the way. You can also use your bonus bets to spread uh, to bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Spread them all over the place. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Lindy Ruff, he's been the head coach for the Devils since 2020. 
came in as the same time as Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager. So these two are kind of together in a way. But Lindy Ruff is on the older side of things. Is there any reason to feel like he isn't the guy to keep coaching this team in the next, you know, three, four, five years? I don't think that's really a concern right now. I think you look at look what Lindy Ruff has done with the Devils, you know, in the past couple of years. He's been a huge part of their turnaround. And, he, and he's helped guys like Jack Hughes and, and Nico Heischer. And he's going to be there now for, for the beginning of the young group and guys with Luke Hughes and, and Kevin Ball. And I, and I think, you know, uh, you bring in a coach. And, and Lindy Ruff has a ton of NHL experience under his belt. So I really don't think there's any reason to worry about his age right now. I think, I think he's the right fit for the Devils moving forward, especially in the next three or four years. Was it kind of not concerning? Concerning is the wrong word, but I feel like you guys kind of brought in Andrew Brunette to be the next head coach after Lindy Ruff, and then obviously he's left. He's gone to Nashville. How do you feel about that? Do you think like like we've kind of been looking at it as how much impact do you think Andrew Brunette had on this team last season? Do you think we're going to see different a different New Jersey Devils team this season, or do you think he was mostly just kind of there to help, and it was all kind of Lindy Ruff's? Uh, brainchild, so to speak. You know, I, I think obviously, you know, it's great to see a guy like Andrew Brunette get get, get a head coaching job um, heading into next season. But I think, I think, you know, I think one thing, you know, when you look at last season is I think if if the Devils needed to fire off any point, if things went south, I think they had they knew they had their guy in Brunette. You know, they didn't have to go out and search for a guy. And I really don't think this team's going to be much different. I think, you know, I think Lindy Ruff knows what he's doing. And I really don't have any concerns on the coaching side for the Devils moving forward. After seeing what Luke Hughes did in college and even seeing him play a couple games here with the Devils late in the year, do you believe that he can be that top-tier elite player that uh, Quinn and Jack have established themselves as? I I think he can. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen immediately. I think, you know, I think you'll see him – on the second or third pair heading into this year. I don't think he's going to get top pairing minutes. But I think it's all getting over the game, you know, getting his minutes. And I think in, in two or three years, he, he's got the potential to be to be like his brother. Yeah, it's the Devils are kind of in the same boat as the Blue Jackets in terms of they have a lot of very good young defensemen that I think are going to hit all at once. Um, and Luke Hughes is obviously one of them. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about another one. Uh, because he was compared a lot to David Yerichek in their draft year. How do you think Simone Nemich has been developing in the AHL? Do you think he's still a little bit away from having an impact in the NHL? Or like, how close do you think he is to being a full-time NHLer? I, I think he's just about there. I, I think he needs maybe another season in Utica. I, I think, you know, when you look at Utica, they do, they've done a great job at developing players down there. You know, they had a great year last year in Utica, you know, the team. And I think, you know, it's all the, it's all about the development, especially when you can have a good AHL team that's competing and who's going to be a playoff team like the Devils are. I think that's huge for players' development. So I think another year, a year at most for Nemec, and then, you know, I think you're going to see him in the NHL as a full-time defenseman. Utica's been so good at developing players, but it's Tom Fitzgerald, the guy that has been drafting these players. What of all the moves that he's made in the short tenure that he's been there, he took over in 2020. He's been with the team since 2015 when he was an assistant GM. But since he's been the head honcho in 2020, what has been your favorite move, Armand, that he has made to make 
the New Jersey Devils? Yeah, I, I don't think you can pinpoint on one thing. I think it's just when you look at everything collectively that, that he's done, it all comes together. You know, if you look at all these moves, if you don't make all of them, it does. the Devils aren't who they are right now. I think, you know, Tom Fitzgerald came in here with a plan. You know, he knew where the Devils were when he came in here. I think everything that he's done has kind of led up to where they are. And I don't think there's – I don't think I don't think time is told yet what, what, what his best move is. So I think a lot of his moves are still developing. Yeah, I know one that I personally really liked, um, not necessarily as someone who is really annoyed how good the, the New Jersey Devils are, but someone who uh, – I watch a lot of Sharks games. Uh, and that Timo Meyer trade, to me, was such a fleecing. And to get him to re-sign in New Jersey as well, I think is going to be a real... They have a really, really solid top six now. Um, but can you talk a little bit more about like the impact that Timo Meyer had on this team coming over um, at the trade deadline? No, that's a, that's a massive move for the Devils. You know, you already have a guy like Jack Hughes and you have a guy like N- Nico Heischer. And just being able to compliment him with another guy like Timo Meyer, and especially like you said, that top six is going to be really dangerous for the Devils this year. And I think, like you said, it was a it was a really good trade by the Devils. And I think, like I said, just adding another part to your team, another guy who can easily put up 30, 35 goals, you know, is going to make make it hard to defend the Devils because you're not going to – you're not like going to have one guy. Like, you know, you look at Washington, it's Ovechkin. You know, you're going to have multiple weapons on this Devils team that, that are going to be able to, to strike at any time. Going back to Tom Fitzgerald and some of the great moves that he's made, my personal favorite has been Dougie Hamilton. Signing, taking a risk on a guy, giving him $63 million over the course of seven years, seven-year contract, and he has been an absolute dog for you guys. It seems like he covers the ice so well, and it seems like that has been – the piece missing on the backside that has pushed them forward, much like when the Knights got Petrangelo, you know, that put them kind of in the next tier. What, what can you say about Dougie Hamilton? Just getting to watch him as a fan. Like uh, he's, he's played for the Bruins. Now he's played for the flames, the hurricanes. He's playing for the devils. What is it like getting to watch him play night in night out? You know, I think when you look at when the devils made that move, a true, top defenseman. I think you bring in a guy like Dougie Hamilton, you know, at a time like that, you know, you still got guys like Kevin Ball and, you know, all these guys still down in Utica and, and developing to have a guy like, like Hamilton, who's going to be that top guy for you is huge. And I think now having that guy, that top guy, like, like Hamilton, who can play those big minutes. So you don't have to kind of rush shoes or rush ball and give them top lane minutes right away. It's going to be massive. Cause then you can give these guys time to develop. So obviously we've looked at um, the very good young defensemen that the Devils have, um, but I want to talk a little bit about Alexander Holtz um, because I'm looking at kind of the Devils roster right now. And obviously you have Hughes and Heesher as that kind of one-two punch down the middle. And then you have Maya, Bratt, uh, probably Tyler Toffoli for three out of the four winger positions. Do you think Alexander Holtz can hit that second, that like last three top six winger spot this season because he feels like he's just ready to break out. You know, I think a lot of people are underestimating Alexander Holt. 
I think he's going to have a big breakout year. And I think, you know, he's a, he was a very good player down in Utica. And I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, when you look at the Devils, they have so much star power. Like you mentioned, with Meyer, with Hughes, with Heischer, you don't look at a guy like Holtz right away. So I think I think Holtz is going to be a guy who's really going to come out and surprise people and put up 20, 25 goals this year out of nowhere. Um, Armand, I, I got a question for you, man. So put yourself in, a, in your GM shoes here, and I'm just curious of what you thought when the Blue Jackets – were up there picking third overall and when the Ducks were picking second overall this year. Okay, put yourself in Pat Verbeek's shoes, all right? You're down to Leo Carlson or Adam Fantilli and the Blue Jet. I don't want you to pander. I want you to be honest. Which player would you have picked in that situation? Fantilli. Okay. I think Pat Verbeek might be the only person – that would have gone Leo Carlson. And again, this is not us slandering Leo Carlson. He's going to be very, very good. But I think me and Hayden still kind of can't quite believe that a guy like Adam Fantilli slid all the way to third. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun in the Metro this season. I think. Um, Who are some of the teams? I that pose it, a threat? One thing I can think of is Anaheim. Look, Anaheim wants defense. You know, at that mm-hmm. point when you've got a choice, between a guy like Carlson and Fantilli, I I think you know you look at at Anaheim right now, and they've got they've got guys down the middle. You know they they've got Zegers, so I think you know if you have a guy like Carlson who 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 maybe a couple years away, I I think you know having a guy on the back end is going to be a lot more important than adding you know another number one center because you already have it in Zegers. Yeah, a hundred percent. I thought we'd so. finish up with a couple of um, predictions. Um, so. Who's your pick for the MVP of the New Jersey Devils this coming season? You know, I want to go with Jack Hughes. I think he's just, I think he's going to have another breakout year. I think, I, I obviously think Timo Meyer is going to make a big impact to the team, but I, I, I just, I don't see how Jack Hughes isn't, isn't New Jersey Devils right now. And I think, you know, uh, he's got a, he's got a really big, bigger supporting cast heading into this season. All right. Finally, Armand, I mean, you can go ahead and pick the Devils if you feel that they are worthy of this. Um, we haven't been letting people do this, but you know what? I feel like you you know your Devils, so I'll let you take them. But who do you have winning the Cup this year? 2023-2024. We're, uh, we're in June 2024. Who's raising the Cup above their head? You know what? I don't think – I think the Devils are a very good team. I don't quite think they're a team that's going to win the cup next year. Um, you know what? I'm going to, I think Carolina is going to surprise a lot of people. I think, I think one thing Carolina has is they have that. I see what you're doing. They've been, they've had, they have, they've had that playoff experience and they're a team that's been there before. I think New Jersey is going to be a young, a very young team. And I think Carolina has been in that situation before. And I think, I think this is the year they kind of, Get over the hump. However, I do think I still think the Devils win the Metro. I see what you're doing there, though. You're taking Carolina, trying to get them to not win the Cup. Is that what you're trying to do? And <laughs> no, then they no, do no. win the Cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, That's like good. I said, we appreciate you uh, coming to talk all things Devils with us. Um, if people want to kind of find you and your work uh, inside the rink, where's the best place for them to go? 
Yeah, um, obviously all my stuff is going to be on uh, InsideTheRink.com, but um, you know, my, the best place to follow my uh, content will be at, um, on Twitter or on X now, as they call it, um, at ITR Armand. Perfect. Well, yeah, thanks again for uh, for doing this, and hopefully the Blue Jackets will be a little bit better matched against the Devils this season than they were last season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think every team in the I think every team in the Metro improved this season, every, this off season. Yeah, we're we're working on a, a prediction that there's going to be five Metropolitan teams in the playoffs this season. I wouldn't. I it wouldn't surprise me. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you for making it your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube and the SiriusXM app. My name is Hayden Housewarn. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find Jay on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. You can also email the show, anything that you might want to hear, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Tomorrow or excuse me, over the weekend, we are going to get all of our thoughts that we have together for Traverse City and the lineups that came out earlier this past week. We're going to be discussing Blue Jackets games because Adam Fantilli is going to be on the ice next week, guys, in a Blue Jackets jersey. Jay and I are obviously very excited about that. That's coming to you guys on Monday. But thank you so much once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.